Hello and welcome to Uncaged, the official podcast of Broken Arrow Tiger Sports. I'm your host, Greg Spencer, and we are here to th- talk all things wrestling. And with me today is my special co-host, Coach Rodney Jones. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Greg. Thanks for uh, inviting us on. I've seen uh, your new format here. I've been excited about getting here and, and, and trying it out. Absolutely. We, in fact, you know, last year the the most listened to of all the Aerovision podcasts was the episode with you on it. So we better get you back on more often. We had Christian (laughs) Forbes on here, so I'm trying to uh, maybe duplicate that by having Chris Forbes on. Yeah, the wrestling community is strong. So we got two special guests here with us today. Why don't you introduce them for us? Uh, First of all, just trying to get into the season here a little bit, uh, talk a little bit ahead. The Broken Arrow Open will be next Saturday, November 12th. It's the 31st annual Broken Arrow Open, and we've named it. It's been named in the honor of Joe Zamora, and Skylar Holman, two of Broken Arrow Wrestling's greatest champions. And in effort to honor those guys, I thought it would be cool to have uh, former Broken Arrow coach Mike Jones and Broken Arrow Wrestling alum Chris Forbes come on here and talk about Broken Arrow Wrestling and talk about those two guys uh, specifically. So uh, Mike Jones is with us, uh, coach here from 1991 to 2001, uh, assistant coach to Steve Dunlap during those years. And, uh, you know, introduce him and let him kind of uh, explain his, you know, time at Broken Arrow. Awesome. Mike Jones. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great. Is this your first time on a podcast? First time. First time. Matter of fact, I I wasn't even sure what it was. (laughs) Go look up a Joe Rogan episode. Yeah, we're not going to get as many views and listens as Joe Rogan, but we'll we'll do our best. Uh, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I appreciate you guys having us here. So class of 97, which makes you one year older than me. I'm class of 98. So you you said you had a a son that just graduated last year, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. So talk a little bit about, let's, let's kick things off and talk about your experience in the Broken Arrow Wrestling Program, both as a parent, because you got the unique side as, as being a part of it as a player with Coach Jones and then as a parent as well. Um, it's just great. I mean, you guys, like you're doing this podcast right here, are real supportive. Uh, the community of Broken Arrow is very supportive, um, especially wrestling. They, they get behind the wrestling. It's great to have the, the tournament to honor these guys that have came through and wrestled. Uh, Coach Jones does a great job, both my Coach Jones and both my son, Coach Jones. Um, and as a parent, like I said, uh, it, it, the events they get to go to and, and, and the competition and just, just the support as far as the, the facilities that Broken Arrow is, is creating and stuff is, is great for a parent and an athlete. So um, I, I'm just thankful I got to be a part of it as both. Coach Jones, how was this guy back in the day? This guy was one of the hardest workers I've ever coached. Uh, you can tell him to run through a brick wall, and he's going to do it. Uh, it. Things got really tough at the end of our practice. Coach Dunlap, he wasn't a sweet guy in practice. Chris never folded, and just you, you could work on him so much, and he'd just say, "Give me some more," <laughs> and stayed after practice and drilled. He he did what it what it took to to be a champion. So. I, if we could have had a room full of those guys, we would have never lost a state championship. Yeah. yeah. Like like father, like son. Uh, real quick, uh, Chris, tell us how Christian's doing. He's at the University of Oklahoma. Yes, he's at the University of Oklahoma. He, he's redshirting this year, needs to gain a little bit of weight, but um, still up there, very competitive, uh, loving it, enjoying it, doing real good in school and wrestling. We've also got another Broken Arrow alum up there, Jared Hill. Sure. He's doing really good, too. He's actually going to the Michigan State Open this, year, uh, this, this weekend. So, um, And also, real quick side note, <laughs> um, Coach Jones, uh, 
my coach Jones, Mike Jones over here was one of the a lot of Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. <laughs> one of the hardest working coaches. I remember uh, Joe seeing Joe Zamora. Um, he would work with Joe every day after practice. Then it was my turn every day. And I'm not talking live. We're, we're talking drilling and wrestling, which is really tough on your body. And then he did he worked with Skyler after he left. So always thankful for, for the time that he put into not just me, but Joe and Skyler and all the other guys. Yeah, you, you guys you guys work so hard all year round, wrestling program and all the success it has. But Coach Jones, talk a little bit about how the preseasons went for you guys coming off last year and what you guys are doing to get ready for this year. Preseason went great. Uh leading up to, you know, October first and and you know, after fall break, we kinda get in the room full time and get after it. Um adjustments from one year to the next. Obviously one group from one year to the next group's gonna be a different group. So you're always trying to figure out what that specific group needs and uh have we have over 70 freshmen through seniors right now in the high school room and i think we really laid the foundation leading into the season you know how things are going to go and the level and the standard that we expect from them as far as as their attitudes and how hard they work and things like that we had a mixture of running and and and, and lifting weights and a little bit of wrestling until we got into the you know the full practices and now we're kind of full steam ahead, looking forward to uh, our first competition, the Broken Arrow Open. Who are some guys that you are excited to see step up this year? Well, once again, balance is the word that, you know, we, we're never a young team. We're never an old team. It seems like we always have a good balance of seniors, juniors, sophomores, uh, and every now and then, especially here lately, maybe one freshman, but not too many freshmen. Um, we have a good group of, of seniors coming back, you know, state qualifiers, Caleb Collins, uh, Ethan Rodriguez, Andrew Lawless, uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper Cook, um, and then a couple other state qualifiers in uh, Cadence Roop has done a good job. Garrett Stinchcomb, Jacob Brammer, those guys were pretty much full-time starters last year, and we're looking forward to them growing from that one year of experience and uh Competition is really good in 6A Oklahoma wrestling yeah, right now. Always, yeah. And uh, last year's results uh, are not what we like to see. And I think the guys have bought into, you know, wanting to improve and wanting to get better and wanting to put ourselves back uh, up there towards the top. Now, you mentioned Christian. Who else did you guys lose off last year's team? I think uh, Eli... Hines, right? Yeah, won the state Hines championship. Was, was, yeah. Was the program 78 yeah. state champion. Wow, that's awesome. Um, he uh he's at Central Methodist I believe now with his, his sister Allison. Um Christian then you had Jordan Colors who was a three-time finalist. Uh Parker Whitcraft was on that team last year. Um so every year you you lose, you know, five six seniors, yeah. but then the next year you have five six seniors, four five juniors and a few sophomores and it seems like that's kind of the balance uh that we have and so we're just looking forward to seeing you know, you, you start every year with the group that you have, and you want to make that group the best that they can be. The thing about it at Broken Arrow is that a lot of times if you can make that group the best they can be, then there's potential for them to be the best in the state. Yep. And so that's what you worry about first is just making that group and this group the best they can. And, and they're working hard and, and super excited uh, about getting into the season and seeing what they can do. So you're about to kick things off. You got some exhibition matches coming up on November 8th next week. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, first time ever. The program's, you know, obviously extremely healthy. Um, 
and we're in a situation where we're going to have like an intramural type of event where we're going to have some exhibition matches, meaning teammates are going to wrestle teammates, and we're going to match them up. You know, we're going to match. You know, if if a potential starter at one weight is going to wrestle a potential starter at another weight, because I want to put them in the in the middle and, and let them get some of that experience and see where they're at. But program Y, the junior high, the middle school is eighty some odd strong right now. So there's plenty of of junior high kids we can match up and wrestle. Obviously, the high school is uh, we have plenty of guys that we can match up. We're going to include the girls program and also our, our youth program, the Broken Arrow Wrestling Club, which nice has sports. over a hundred kids uh, registered for that. So it's going to be just a a night of Broken Arrow wrestling. Get everybody together, uh, very informal. Throw some mats out there and have some exhibition matches. Well, you mentioned both the the lower levels of junior high down to the youth program as well, and that's where where it all started. Coach Jones, talk to me, Coach Mike Jones here. You you've been here for for a long time and and help probably help start a lot of this stuff. Talk to me, what makes Broken Arrow Wrestling so successful in terms of you know any successful program whether it's football, wrestling, whatever. You got to have a success, successful youth program, junior high. Why is Broken Arrow always put an emphasis on that stuff? Well, uh, in 91, when I got here with Steve Dunlap, this guy, uh, Steve Dunlap, <clears throat> was a, a great administrator, great coach. Uh, one of the things he started was Monday Night Wrestling, he called it. And uh, we would come up there. We'd have the high school guys come up there, and the junior uh, elementary practice would be going on, and we would have the high school guys just infiltrate with them and help yeah. uh, get that program going little guys love the big guys you know they thought they're like these guys are 30 they're so big yeah that's pretty cool looked up to them and uh ever since then man we have had great numbers and i I can't believe there's 100 kids out for elementary that is so awesome Uh, and i wonder what percentage of them are girls nowadays but that's awesome. quite a few girls yeah that's awesome but uh you know we had a great uh, elementary program back then you're right if you got a great elementary program feeds into the junior highs and then you got some guys coming up to the high school that are, you know, a pretty good experience. So uh, we've always had a great elementary uh, since Coach Dunlap got here. And I'm sure Coach Harlow had one going back in those days uh, in the 80s also. And, Coach, what, I mean, what do you do to continue to put an, an emphasis on that every year in your, in your program now? Just understanding the importance of having a strong youth program uh, and, and then being in a place like Broken Arrow and, and the history of wrestling in Broken Arrow and the community in Broken Arrow, it's it's not too difficult to get 100 kids in Broken Arrow to come out for wrestling at, yeah. at the youth level. And that, and, and that was established, you know, during the years, you know, uh, with Coach Jones and Coach Dunlap, you know, starting when Coach Dunlap came here in 1991. And there was... We had six. Broken Arrow was a successful wrestling program before then. I mean, uh, our first state champion was Bud Gaynor in 1967. And then you had a, a bunch of legendary coaches prior to Coach Dunlap, Bill Harlow. He mentioned Bill Harlow, Dick Turnbull, um, a number of other great coaches. And then it was kind of, you know, it was definitely the arrival of Steve Dunlap in 1991, along with Coach Jones, that they really kind of set the standard and, and, and moved the bar up. And we're just trying to, to live up to the expectations that they set. So, Chris, what made you as a, as a class of 97 grad come back to BA and raise your family here? Well, you know, uh, to be honest, like I said, the support, the support from, you know, the coaches, the administration, um, and, and just, uh, you know, my love for Broken Arrow and the Broken Arrow Tigers. I remember we were talking about, you know, the youth and all that. 
I remember we'd be getting ready for a duel or something, and you see a mat, that empty mat, with youth guys just lined up watching the duel. You remember that, Coach Jones? They would be lined up watching the duel, watching these guys and being like, okay, I want to be the next guy, which is um, why I'm excited that, you know, Coach Rod Jones was talking about the next crop to come up. I'm going to transition from a wrestler to a parent. Now I'm going to be a fan, and I'm going to come watch these guys and support them because there's always someone that's going to step up. You lose guys every year, but um, coach, coach develops these guys, and there will be some other guys stepping up. So, Coach Jones, talk to us a little bit about what you guys coming up next weekend. You mentioned the tournament earlier, but tell, give us a little more detail on that. The Broken Arrow, 31st annual Broken Arrow Open. I can't believe it's been around for 31 years, Coach. Uh, and looking for that's our first competition of the year. It's a big competition. We get guys from, from all over the region to come in. Um, we're looking forward to an, another big uh, tournament this year. Um, We've named it. It's been named. I don't know when it was first named in honor of Joe Zamora and, and Skyler Holman, but that's the name that is on it now. And, you know, we, we're very grateful to be able to remember those guys and, and, and to attach and, and, and name the tournament in their honor. Um, and if you look back in 1991 with Coach Dunlap and Coach Jones and, and the creating the, the beginnings of the Broken Arrow Wrestling Dynasty, if you want to call it that, began with Joe Zamora. Joe Zamora in 1994 was Coach Dunlap's first state champion. And in 1996, Skyler was Coach Dunlap's second state champion. So those guys were instrumental in developing and, and starting, you know, the tradition that we have right now. So obviously, Coach, you talked about, you know, this tournament being named in their honor. Uh, Chris, tell me a little bit about your relationship. You said you had a relationship with both Joe and Skyler. Tell me a little bit about them. Yeah, it's kind of a unique perspective. Uh, I was teammates with 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 both um, back then in Broken Arrow. They didn't really allow freshmen to just just wrestle on on the team. So I had to, you know, the first one was Sagely, I believe, and then I I came through, and it was it was kind of hard just to even get me on. So I got to be a teammate with Joe Zamora his senior year. Um, you know. Great guy. I always knew Joe. We worked out together. I got to work out in the room with him and everything else. But for me to be a teammate with him was 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 great. And I think later on I'll probably tell you a funny story about the state tournament when I was roommates with Joe. But um, Skyler as well. You know, Skyler was a little different. Um, I wrestled with Skyler my entire wrestling. You know, we wrestled together through youth all the way middle school, all that stuff, which is what brought Skyler to Broken Arrows because my mom was like a second mom to him. You know, his, his, his mom, Tina, you know, we were close with him and his father, Kyle, but my mom was like a second mom to him and, and kind of brought him into to Broken Arrow because of the opportunities that Broken Arrow had and, uh, you know, to further his wrestling career, and we were already pretty much brothers. So super close with both of them, teammates with both of them. Um, loved them, missed them. Uh, unfortunately, I actually uh, worked out with Joe. We worked out, uh, had wrestling mats in my garage. We worked out the day he had, he had passed away in that car wreck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mike, so obviously you were you coach both of these guys. Tell us a little bit about them. Uh, both very hard workers. Uh, Joe was uh, kind of a, I'd say, a little bit of a different body style. I bet the guy was yeah. probably five one. Yeah. And it, I think he finished wrestling at one thirty. So man, he was a powerhouse. So quick. His thighs uh, were crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, back in I'm trying to think how old I was back then, but uh, Coach Dunlap would. Hey, Jones, you need to get in there and uh, work with Joe. And, uh, you know, life matches. I was, what am I, I'm, and I'm almost 40. What are you talking about? <laughs> so those guys, uh, man, they were tough. I was I was having to scramble back then to stay up with them. And then Skyler comes along a few years later. I'm, I am 40. 
and I'm working out with those guys. Talk about tough guys. Keeps you young. Yeah. It makes yeah. you respect them. <laughs> Once you, when I got into coaching myself, you look over at uh, Coach Mike Jones, and it makes you really respect, you know, that he went in there and did that because he did the same thing with me. And I'm like, yeah. golly. So. Yeah. I remember I'd come out with Skyler, and that guy, he – he was going 100 percent. I don't care if it's Coach Jones and he's 40. I'm going to kick his butt. So he's in there. I got bruises all over me. I come home. It's just like our wrestling days. I got a busted lip. I got a black eye. I got a chipped tooth. I mean, this guy wasn't holding back at all. I was finally would look over at Dunlap like, please don't call on me today. And if Jones, get out there and wrestle home. And I'm like, okay. He's the one who who put me in retirement pretty much. He was yeah. little, but he but he was super strong. He oh, had that little strong. skinny man strength. He was very strong. I'm a former coach myself in a prior life. I was a basketball coach, and I probably, you know, I I kept playing with him until my early 30s, and the feet injuries finally took their toll on me. I had to call it quits and shift careers. But that's much safer than wrestling with young <laughs> with kids these age. Uh, coach Jones, what else you want to talk about? One of the cool things uh, about Joe uh, Zamora and, and Skyler is you're talking about you know, two guys that came into wrestling in, in different ways, almost total opposites. Uh, and Coach Jones was here when, and, and he can talk a bit about how Joe got started, but Joe didn't get started to re- in wrestling until later, until he was in high school, whereas Skyler was um, in the Oklahoma wrestling world pretty much from a young age, um, you know, six-time elementary state champion, six-time Tulsa national champion, three-time Junior high state champion, outstanding wrestler, two-time high school state champion, uh, 2002 or 2000, I believe he was ACC champion, wrestled for the University yep. of North, North Carolina, Carolina. Yep. and then he ends up wrestling for Oklahoma State University and was a Big 12 champion in NCAA All-American at Oklahoma State. Um, so he had years of experience and was a champion wrestler, but Joe started coach Jones, you said eighth, eighth grade, ninth grade year, ninth grade. He came to, I think he came to town in ninth grade. You're right, Chris. Yeah. Uh, in a foster family, Robert and Rosie Rivera brought him out here when they came to do a, a ministry for a Rama. And uh, he shows up in the room one day and I'm like, wow, look at this guy. We, we need him. Well, he'd never wrestled before. He started actually in freestyle. And then I don't think his first uh, match was till his, his sophomore year uh, in collegiate. That's totally unheard of. There's guys wrestled their whole life and, and don't place in state. Mm-hmm. This guy wrestled one year collegially. The uh, next year he took second state. His senior year he wins state. Wow. And uh, he had to beat some really tough guys and it was to, it, to get in there. It was kind of uncanny with Joe. They're kind of opposites, Joe and Skyler, a little bit. Um, with, with Joe – he was just so talented athletically, everything. I mean, I remember they had the piano because uh, the Stevens family was the ones he stayed with when he came here, um, Richard Stevens and, and all them. And Tony. That's Tony. Tony Stevens, yep. And he could he could play the piano off ear. And same with his athletics. You showed him a move, he could pick it up like that. He was just so talented as far as that. And Skyler was a little bit different. Skyler was lanky, long, but he, he would work real hard. And he just – they both had the same – uh, winning mentality, but one was just super, super talented. And they were opposite off the mats too. You know, we called me and coach Jones, we call uh, Joe Rico Suave. We <laughs> call him Rico Suave. He wanted to look good and, and the ladies yeah. and all that. And Skyler, Heck of a dancer. Yeah. Skyler was really, really uh, uh, big on his religious beliefs. He was real strict on the mat, off the mat. Um, great kid, had a great sense of humor, always kind of trying to play little little tricks and games and stuff. Remember his little cackle laugh Skyler would always have, mm-hmm. and he would always play like little pranks and stuff on people. But they were 
great, you know, opposites on the mat and off the mat. Greg, this is an error when with Coach Dunlap and, and beginning with Joe and, and, and Skyler, that Broken Arrow wins four straight championships in a row, uh, three dual state championships. So in in an eight year in a four year period, there's eight state championships up for grabs. They win seven of those eight. Wow, and uh, nationally ranked um, every year. I think even one year finished as the national champions uh, during that time period and produced, you know, numbers of state champions during that era. You know, Brandon Tucker was a four-time state champion. Branson Phillips was a two-time yeah. state champion. The Phillips brothers, Branson and Neil. Um, the list goes on and on of, of, of great wrestlers that Coach Jones and, and Coach uh, Dunlap developed at that time. Talk, tell me a little bit about the format of the BA Open. How many teams are going to be in there, and, and kind of how does how does the tournament work? The BA Open is just an open tournament. It's a um, you know bracketed uh, format. And last year, I think it was because of the post. You know, it was, it was the first year after the COVID season, mm -hmm. and we just got us into a situation last year with the facilities that we that we have and, and the number of masks that we can put down, uh, and how we do registration, pretty much the same way everybody else does. But our numbers jumped. To over 900 uh, participants, and we weren't as prepared for that as we probably should have been. So we've made some adjustments going into this year's tournament and understanding that we can't let that happen again. So we're going to limit the number of uh, entries to 700, which is going to be, you know, more than manageable. But it, it's the first time out of the gates for for pretty much. Uh, I think there's some open tournaments going on this weekend, but next weekend is pretty much you know, opening week for Oklahoma high school, Oklahoma wrestling in general. And you'll have a number of, of state champions from all over the state and in every class because it's open to every class. And, I mean, Chris has grown up into it, and, and it's a very competitive – it's a, it's a good tournament it's, to it's be It's more of an individual thing, right? Than Absolutely team, individual. Yeah. yeah, it's just trying to get as many – you know, so we have 70 guys on our roster right now, and I anticipate all 70 of them wrestling next week. Wow. You know, yeah. and, you know, obviously can't do that if it's a team competition yeah. because in a team competition, you got to put your best 14 out there. Well, the good news is you ought to be able to expand this thing even more here in a couple of years, right? We want, want to talk a little bit about this facility we got, we, we broke ground on. It's, it's coming up. It's going to be pretty special. Just being patient, being patient and making sure that uh, – you know, we focus on what we need to focus on right now. But absolutely, if, if, if you don't know the uh, the uh, activity center that, that is being built over there. Yeah, it's hard to miss right to now. The, to the varsity training center <laughs> um, is going to be, you know, second to none. I know the University of Iowa is building a new wrestling facility. And, and, and this is not just a wrestling facility. It's going to yeah. be, you know, for the entire district, every student in the district. But the wrestling portion of the facility Iowa's building a pro, uh, a facility right now, and they're pretty excited about that. But it's it's nothing going to be compared to what eventually gets be the resting room that eventually gets built over there in the activity center. So, so how will that the size of it and the things that you guys will be able to do? How will that change being able to do things like the BA Open? Maybe get some other, you know, prestigious tournaments from around the country. What what what's that going to be able to do as far as game changes? And then in terms. It's not even just in terms of like a wrestling thing. That's great for the community if we're able to get some of those events, right? Oh, yes. It's, it's going to be great for, for everybody. Um, well, at Tiger Field House right now, which I love Tiger Field House, I think it's a great place to compete and, and our facilities are, are, are great. Um, but you're limited. Yeah, on, you got lots on, of on the lots of space. practice space, on, on but not much space. in terms of floor. Yes. Yeah. And in the activity center, you're going to have the ability to put down eight full-size circles, full-size yeah. mats, and 
run a, a tournament only on the main floor, you know, compared to how we do it now with the Broken Air Open, we'll have to have some competition mats in our practice areas just because the space is limited. You won't have to worry about that yeah. problem uh, at the in, in the new facility. And it, it also is going to give us an opportunity to maybe entertain thoughts of developing some sort of regional, national type of tournament where we can invite some some teams from all over the country to come yeah. in and compete. Um, just the way things are growing, like I said, you know, once football is is done, and, and I hope they go the distance and it takes forever for, the, for those guys to join us, but we may be pushing close to 90 wrestlers in our in our high school room on, on a day-to-day basis. And then when seventh and eighth grade football gets over with, that middle school program is probably going to be pushing close to 100 kids in the room. And then obviously the, the addition of our girls program doing so well and growing so fast, um, the, sp- the space is needed, and, and, and we're looking forward to it. All right. Before we wrap things up today, what are what do you want to? How do you want to end this show today? What what else do we need to talk about? What do people need to know? Nothing that 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 you don't already that we're not already talked about. You know, just the upcoming season and and the the program and the wrestling community. Very grateful that these guys came out today, Coach Jones and 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 Chris, and 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 joined us and and told some stories about. About just you, you said you still had a story about Joe. At yeah, the I mean, when you circle back on that one, right? Yeah, yeah and no. I, can, I can kind of say something from the family's end as well. Um, and this will kind of piggyback off the Broken Arrow Joe Zamora tournament, uh, Joe Zamora Skyler Holman tournament is that uh, an interesting fact that this year in the tournament they're going to have uh, Nicholas uh, Zamora, which is Joe's nephew, is going to be in the tournament. He's coming in from That's Texas, cool. they're bringing a team, and then Skyler Holman's nephew, uh, Lane. Holman will be in the tournament as well. So they'll both have for the first time family members kind of competing in that tournament. Very so cool. It'll, it'll, it'll be pretty cool. And, and um, the families wanted me to, to kind of tell everyone, thank you uh, broken arrow past current um, for kind of reaching out to them and, 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 and keeping their memories alive and just letting them know that, uh, you know, Joe, when he came here to Oklahoma, the wrestling family kind of embraced him and they're, they're extremely happy for that. And they really, you know, kind of take that on because it was kind of an up rough upbringing for for uh, Joe and them and then Skyler you know their family just wants to say you know they're very thankful as well so and they'll be here so they'll be here to to watch the tournament and all that so that'll be pretty pretty neat and very thankful and on that story with Joe I'll kind of be real quick but <laughs> I was a freshman Joe was a, a senior and uh, I remember he was in the uh, state semifinals you'll remember this coach he's wrestling a guy really really uh me and Coach Rod Jones know real well. A guy named Gable Sullivan there in the same sure. eyes. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, and another guy, one of our teammates, Levi Bonner, was there, and we're watching. And uh, I'm in the stands, and they're in overtime. And I'm like, oh, man. And Levi turns to me. I happen to be rooming with Joe, and Levi goes, you know, if Joe loses this match, he's going to take it out on you. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm really cheering hard now. I'm like, come on, Joe, you got to win this match. And uh, he pulled it out in overtime. One's up, uh, I think, did he, 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 I don't know if he won that year or he lost. I think he won that. I think he won he that. He won that year because yeah. the year before he lost to uh, Henson from Lot. Henson wound up being a uh, all American, three-time NCAA All-American. Actually, uh, Iowa State. Iowa State. Yeah. So, um, but it was it was uh, I was I was already cheering, but I was cheering even harder when, when <laughs> Levi goes. If he loses, he's going to take it out on you. I was like, oh no, he's got to win this one. But yeah, that was just kind of a little funny story about about Joe and. I got to jump on this story. Levi was kind of a different dude. And uh, Joe, they were close buddies. 
we were at the Spalpa tournament one year, and one of our other guys, Shane Deal, yeah, uh, he comes up and he's got a big rip in the crotch of a singlet. <laughs> like, oh, what are we gonna do? Well, heck, I grabbed the singlet and I go up to the front office. Say, hey, y'all got a home at class? Oh, wow. they said yeah. <laughs> so I go down there and they call down there. This real sweet teacher grabs his singlet and sews it up, and I come back uh, to back down to the gym. The guys had been stretching, getting loose, and we look up and it's like all he double hockey sticks is broke loose. <laughs> Levi and Joe had gotten into a fist fight right there in the middle of the mat over arguing and warming up. But they're best friends. That's what best friends do sometimes in wrestling. They get into a fist fight. Shows love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's probably one of the few sports where you, you can get away with that sometimes since the object of the sport is to <laughs> technically battle. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. Well, and Skyler, you know, he was, he was very kind of reserved, quiet. But he went into MMA after wrestling. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. You know, um, Bubba Flores. They were competitors. Mm-hmm. Bubba Flores actually brought him over into Sand MMA. Springs. Yep, Sand Springs with Team Extreme is the name of it. And I, I remember I'd, he was bugging me forever, and I went and watched him out there in Oklahoma City. And 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 uh, you know he he always was fond of that. You know, for him being so kind of you would never unassuming and meek off the mat, but you know on the mat he was he was one to rip your head off. He was he was <laughs> he like Coach said he he did not hold back. So, Coach Jones, any last things as far as some some stuff that you want to highlight on your upcoming schedule besides the two two things we mentioned, some home events that you have coming up or anything? Once again, we've put together one of the toughest uh, schedules in the state. Um, January is going to be extremely tough. We're limited on on some home dates this year, but the, the teams that we have coming are, are, are going to be extremely tough. Stillwater comes uh, to town on December 1st. That's our, That's always our a good opening one. match. And then uh, we'll end the season with um, Edmund North uh, right before we kind of get into the preseason. And if you talk about Stillwater and Edmund North, you're talking about probably two of the, the front runners, favorites in, in 6A wrestling. So we're looking forward to um, – getting our guys into the competitions they need to get into and get battle tested. And so they're ready for the postseason and, and, and to be able to uh, wrestle their best when they need to wrestle their best. And uh, just grateful that these guys are, you know, have came on here and, and talked about Joe and Skyler. And, and, and one of the big reasons is I want to be able to, you know, have my guys, my current guys that are, that are on the team right now, be able to maybe go and listen to this and hear the stories of the history and the tradition that was started long before that they got here so they can understand, you know, the expectations that they need to, to continue to live up to. Um, so just super happy that you guys came on. Thanks for, for coming um, and looking forward to a good season. Awesome. Uh, you guys always do a good job keeping your fans up to date on social media. Talk a little bit. Tell us about the accounts that people can, can follow BA Wrestling. The BA at BAHS Wrestling is our, our Facebook uh Twitter, Instagram uh, handles, so we try to keep those. We'll put uh, that up on the screen as well so people can find it. Yeah, we try to keep those uh, updated as the year goes on with just, uh, you know, uh, announcements, promotions, um, letting people know how the program's doing, how the kids are doing, and things like that. Um, our junior high program is B-A-J-H, S, uh, BAJH Wrestling, and uh, we try to keep that updated throughout the season just to keep people informed on everything that's going on because there's a lot of stuff going on in Broken Arrow Wrestling. Absolutely. All right, well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Uncage. I'd like to thank Coach Rodney Jones, Coach Mike Jones, and Chris Forbes for joining us. 
Be sure and follow at BA Tiger Sports on all social media platforms. Stay up to date. We will see you next time.